This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. This is Pulse 95. It's Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield and Big Cass. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hitmakers. Now, the word that you need to emphasize in this particular music grade is classic, because we're going way, way back. We're actually going back to 1901, not for the song, but for the person I'm talking about. In the background is one of the most famous songs, jazz songs of all time, uh, hands down, Summertime, uh, written by Gershwin um, and just ridiculously famous, covered by thousands. And we'll, we'll talk about that. And I, literally 25,000 covers of this song exist. Mm. Um, but the reason I want to talk about jazz is because we're going to talk about Louis Armstrong, who had a hand in recording this song with Ella Fitzgerald. And it is um, hands down one of the most beautiful pieces of musical creation ever in the world. It mm. just is. It's staggering. So love jazz or hate jazz, you can't ignore its impact um, and the following that it still has, no matter what goes on with Justin Bieber or rap or R&B or, you know, whatever is happening, you still have jazz. Um, Louis Armstrong is it's one of the most sad life histories I've ever read about or researched in my life and I'll tell you a bit to cover it all we'd be here till next Friday however um, he was born Louis Daniel Armstrong some people call him Louis I've heard him called Louis this today when I was doing some more research uh, in films they were calling him Louis I know him as Louis Louis Daniel Armstrong now he always said he was born on the 4th of July in 1900 actually that turned out to be a lie and they think it's July the 6th um, or, or maybe August the 4th, like they don't really know, but it was definitely 1901, so he kind of made up his birthday. Um, he was from New Orleans, um, from poverty. His mother was 16 when she had him, and his dad was called Albert Left. He was pretty much born, and the dad just walked out. Didn't in he have two a nickname years, called Satch? Put him? Louis? Satch? Did. Yeah, Satchmo. Satchmo. Satchmo, yeah. yeah. His Trump nickname was... Yeah, yeah, and they'd Satch and Pops. They also Pops. called him Pops. Pops, that's yeah, the one. he had several yeah. nicknames. Um, but uh, his father, yeah, his father just walked out on mm. them. Um, and so he had a 16-year-old mother. Um, his dad then got another family and uh, two years later had a daughter. Um, and she would become quite influential. And, and, you know, Louis did actually, you know, have something to do with her. But for the majority of his child life, he was with his mother. The first five years, he was brought up by his grandmother. And then um, they, gave, they gave him back to the mother. And he had a sister as well. So very poor, New Orleans. I want you to imagine it. Not much food. He talks about um, dinner just being bread and molasses. And they, you know, that's a big thing. I was talking to someone the other day about molasses. Very good for you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good thing to eat in, when you haven't got a lot and you want to fill your stomach. Um, he basically started learning um, music. He, he did go to school, but it was a poor school. There was an incredible amount of um, discrimination because it was a racially challenged America at this time. We're talking the early 1900s. There was segregation still going on. Uh, he actually went to a school that allowed, and this is the word they used, allowed black children 
Um, you can only kind of imagine the, the environment that he grew up in. Um, but he started to play music and that turned into something that, that would be his saviour. He started to get into trouble when he was about sort of 12, 13. He stole something he shouldn't have. He got caught. He got thrown in jail for the night. He was in juvie jail. Um, but he came back out and, and he sort of got himself back on track. Um, he then had a spell where he went to live with his dad. Um, for whatever reason, they thought that was good for him. He went to live with his dad. His dad wouldn't speak to him and his dad wouldn't acknowledge him. Um, and his dad and his new wife, they had another baby. So back Louis went to, to be with his mother, who was clearly a huge influence in his life, but so, so young. And then eventually um, he ended up sort of following these musicians. The fact that he had such a strong musical ear meant that people took notice of him. And there are various kind of um, the people like Kid Cry and Black Henry and these names that in those days apparently are amazing. And if you, if you research jazz, then these names crop up. Um, and they took hold of Louis Armstrong, this little boy who could play, you know, the trumpet like no other man in the world um, and was just incredibly talented. And then, of course, his voice came out. But that was later. It was the trumpet that was the first thing. Once he got a recording contract, you know, he played in brass bands on riverboats in New Orleans. He did all that. He did excursion boats. Um, everything that you would imagine to try and um, get on top of, of wanting to be in music. Um, really good sight reader, apparently, which is something you have to learn. Did you know that sight reading is now considered uh, another language? Yeah. You can read music. You see, I didn't know that. That's amazing. That really, yeah, yeah. yeah, I find it um, incredible. And then, of course, he turned into the Louis Armstrong that we all know, um, or rather we know from looking back in history. And he died in 1971 um, and he was born in 1901. So he died when he was 70 years old. Um, that's so, I mean, the, the song Summertime that we're hearing and we're going to hear in a minute with Ella Fitzgerald wasn't written till 1929. Um, so a, a life of poverty and then ended up in films with Bing Crosby and, you know, the, the, the greats, the big singers. He was criticised heavily, Louis Armstrong, for never getting involved properly in, um, in black issues and, um, you know, uh, African-American issues. Everyone wanted the position he was in and, and the amount of fame that he had and the circles that he mixed in. The, you know, the black community were furious that he didn't actually get involved, but he didn't want to. He, that wasn't his thing. He wanted to just play his music and he wanted to do what he was doing for whatever, mm. whatever his reasons were. But he was. <clears throat> he was through his music. He, well, yes, you see, and that would probably be his. Uh, that would be his mm. argument. He stood up on one issue and actually put his name to it. And I'm just trying to find what it was. He finally came out and went, okay, enough. And he and he did actually take a stand. And I th there's something happened. Mm. Um, but let's flip to summertime. The song. So this was composed in 1934, actually, by George Gershwin, hugely famous, and it was a, a 1935 opera called Porgium Bess and that's when this this is where this song is from mm. um, but of course it became hugely hugely famous um, became popular at the time much recorded now considered a jazz standard and described as quote without doubt one of the finest songs that this composer ever wrote and, and you know Gershwin was highly evocative with his music anyway if you actually we should do a music great on Gershwin because he's just amazing um but then it got recorded and recorded and recorded and recorded, and there are now 25,000 um, mm. versions of Summertime. It's crazy. I kind of miss the patience that was back then. If you hear the song, 
yeah. which we're about to hear right now, yeah. is the patience. I miss that patience right now. It's like, finish yeah, the song. Serious, isn't it? Now just let her breathe. You yeah. Know, let the song breathe. Let, let, you know, it's so dope. You're so right. I, I, li- I agree with that. Um, if you think that Billie Halliday has recorded it, Sam Cooke has recorded it. Wow. Um, Chris Colombo has recorded it. Um, it ended up at number seven on the R&B charts in 1966. <laughs> Everyone did it. But this is Ella Fitzgerald with Louis Armstrong, and they sing it together, which is why I wanted to do it. And we will do a music greats on Ella Fitzgerald herself. Um, but these two, when they plant their voices onto this evocative piece of music, it is absolutely astounding. So sit back, enjoy your drive, enjoy the music, and enjoy Louis Armstrong at his best. It's the Music Greats on Pulse95.
Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.